Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, so once again, um, we tried to get together with some, me and dad are in this under the same roof, so we thought, you know, let's let's go ahead and record together. We pulled up LG on the Sky. Didn't work. Technology got the best of us, and uh, we weren't able to record a full episode because me and dad just don't. LJ might be, but me and dad just aren't smart enough to figure it out. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Damn. Well, I put me in that boat. Okay. <laughs> We're both in this boat. <laughs> I mean, I'm basically an orangutan, so. Yeah. But what we have for you instead is we did throw a little something together about, you know, our favorite zoo animals. And so we will have our normal episode. It should be up. Uh, that's not how uh, when will it be up do we know Wednesday maybe one day delay uh, yeah I mean Wednesday's probably hey, doable it'll be I, up when it gets up okay you're goddamn right <laughs> I didn't say that but it sounded like me <laughs> so what you have here is just a little a little quick hitter for them for for your ears we'll be back Wednesday morning with your normal episode just a day late and a dollar short but as always you can catch any of our older episodes at justpressplaypod.com or on our Facebook page Just Press Play Podcast so as always you pin that button guys Okay. anyway alright so, so let's get a claustrophe here go. go here's a claustrophe for whatever the reason two unauthorized movies are made about your life the first is an independently released documentary. Documentary? Documentary. Yeah. I, I kind of say documentary. Do you I, Documentary? How do you say it, LJ? As opposed to a document bush. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. We'll, we'll get back <laughs> to the question. The first is an independently released document bush. Primarily comprised of <laughs> interviews with people who know you and bootleg footage from your actual life. Critics are describing the documentary as brutally honest and relentlessly <laughs> fair. Meanwhile, Columbia TriStar has produced a big budget biopic. Is that how you say that? Biopic? Biopic. Biopic. I've heard biopic. Biopic. <laughs> yeah, biopic's what a I always say. I mean, no, legitimately. I've heard that a lot. About your life. That's what I've heard I'm, a lot. We all are going to forget the... <laughs> You're not going to know the question. <laughs> the, the problem is not, not seeing LJ's face is I don't know if it's a sarcastic remark or if it's a serious. <laughs> and he's a Lutheran, so there's a lot of sarcasm. <laughs> okay, I'll try to finish no, that, right here. That was serious. That was serious. <laughs> Meanwhile, a lot. Columbia Tristar has produced a big budget biopic about your life, <laughs> casting major Hollywood stars as you and all your acquaintances. Although the movie is based on actual events, screenwriters have taken some liberties with the facts. Critics are split on the artistic merits of the fictionalized account, but audiences love it. Which film would you be most interested in seeing? I guess that would be the biopic or the documentary bush, right? That's, that's what it's asking, right? So it sounds like the question is, do I, would I rather... See the truth 
or see something that's a more entertaining, but kind of fabricating. Now we're getting into the Brian Williams topic again. Well, yeah. we like storytellers. Yeah. Well, but like also, okay. So my answer is uh, definitely the big budget movie uh, because I, I lived through the, the indie film documentary. Uh. Um, <laughs> right. So I'm thinking I go big budget. I'd rather see like what fabrications make my life more interesting, I guess. Um, the the only cool thing about the the low budget one is you get to get like more real opinions of people that you don't talk to about these sorts of things, I guess, which would be kind of cool um, or heartbreaking. I don't know. It might be awful. Um, oh, exactly. So you would know. be interested in hearing the more sincere opinions of your true friends than I would find that to be interesting. But I think I'd still go with the, the Armageddon version of my life. Yeah. I think that'd be more fun to watch. Yeah, I agree. I think I would want to watch the the big budget film, The Better Story, because I I, I don't think my life would be that entertaining <laughs> in the documentary. So <laughs> let's spice it up a little bit. I think with just a few liberties, if you took just a few liberties in my life, it could be really interesting. Think, think so? so? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. I could embellish just a little. I, well, sincerely don't doubt that. <laughs> there's there's a there's a lot of humility here. With, with well. <laughs> well, I, I mean, yeah. we there are a lot of stories that we probably can't even get into on the podcast that would make that movie really interesting. So, <laughs> a triple whopper with cheese. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you had to choose the your favorite animal at a zoo, what do you what do you go with? First thing comes to mind, off the dome. Off the dome. Yeah. That's how I like it when pops is orangutan. Orangutan off the dome. Why? Really? Because they're so agile and they can hang and yeah. move so easily and they're the closest probably to us. They they show emotions but see, that's in their the face. Thing. I that's why I hate any of the monkey or gorilla houses at the Lincoln Park Zoo is because they feel like they feel like legitimately like we we locked up stupid people. Or like like, <laughs> Boy, I'm never gonna be able to look at monkeys ever again. <laughs> I think That's some monkeys like, are a lot smarter than some stupid people I know. Well, I'm not saying the <laughs> stupidest people. They're stupider that aren't in those zoo cages. But, uh, okay, LJ, then your favorite animal. Um, I, my legitimate favorite individual animal, animal is I always uh, go to the camel pen at Lincoln Park Zoo because there's a, a, a camel named Alexander, Alexander Camelton. Yeah, and that's the best <laughs> name um, ever yeah, given to any So animal. he's my hero. Um, but I would say... <laughs> I would say uh, not the not the monkey house and not the cat house because they're all in like really small like you see like a puma and like a really tiny cage just pacing around. Uh, so I think we've got this big polar bear place and that's pretty cool Ooh. to see a, a polar bear wandering around. You know, that's, it's that's funny. My, my initial thought, like when I first thought about this, I thought I've always really liked lions and I think it's because I like Lion King, but. Yeah. At a zoo, a lion is a boring ass animal. Yeah, yeah they, they suck. Just, they suck. They lay there. Yeah, exactly. It's like your pet one cat. One time I caught one roaring I mean, and it was the neatest thing because it was actually doing a thing. Now that is cool. Otherwise, I've, I've yeah. only seen a video, obviously, not, I'm not seeing it in person, but when it, when a lion is roared like a real roar, it was oh, yeah. so cool. But if you go to a zoo, yeah. it's just like your pet cat and they, every now and then, they want to be loved, but for the most part, they just want to sit there and. Mind their own business and you mind your own. I, I hear yeah. I hear your line and I raise you a polar bear. 
I think polar bears are pretty cool. Well, I wasn't saying yeah. lions my favorite. That's what I initially would have oh, thought. Oh, right. But I yeah, think right. lions, I think polar bears are cool. I, I really like the penguins. They're fun. Yeah, penguins are fun. But my favorite, it's it's a I'm torn between there's just big old gorillas are fun because it's really just funny. Last time I saw a big old gorilla, it literally pooped in its hand and then smushed it on the <laughs> glass window in front of all of us. And it was hilarious. Well, and you know, a, a big gorilla, just a big old back, he'll just sit there and start masturbating. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're just, yeah. they don't care. We were talking about the <laughs> earlier, before we started recording, we were talking about the guy at the gym who just doesn't care what anyone thinks. And a gorilla could yeah. give two shits what you think about. <laughs> oh my God. If it wants to shit, it's going to shit. If it wants to shit in its hand, it's, it's going to shit in its hand. <laughs> but my favorite, uh, and I just like watch observing them because it's fun to me, but the smaller, I, I think it's like a spider monkey. The ones that like dangle and like go from tree to tree. Yeah. It's just, and they actually will use their tail kind of to well, dangle from spots. I, I, I was kind of alluding to them with orangutan. Okay. I don't, I think there are spider yeah. monkeys. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just, I still feel like they're, they're too similar to me, you know, and maybe that's not a compliment to myself, but <laughs> they are like, <laughs> I don't know. Damn I look it, at them and LJ, think, no, every man, time I want to go see orangutans, I want to think of a dumb person just being locked up. <laughs> <laughs> or LJ, they're similar well, actually, to me. So. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. Just imagine me in there and it'll be a lot more fun again. Um, because it'll feel uh, worth it. Um, but I think the, I like the birdhouse too. I just re- remembered there's like, there's something, there's like a kingfisher bird that's super cool that I really like. They're beautiful and they seem to have enough room to just kind of free fly. I don't know. I like those. So I guess maybe that's my new answer because the polar bears also it's to, a polar bear needs a huge space. So yeah. it's kind of hard to spot the polar bear a lot of times because you have to walk around this. Like, you know, I got a you know, almost acre yard. I got another one to throw in. When you said takes up a lot of space, giraffes yeah. are amazing. Glad we they went are. there. That's where they're I wanted to cool. go next. Big, that big old neck. They're so tall. <laughs> you ever seen a giraffe yeah. drink water? Yeah. It's awkward. It's got to be. Well, they're very vulnerable. I mean, they, you know, they. Oh, have you ever seen? I know LJ has. I believe a, a giraffe fight. Yep. Giraffe fights. Oh, man. Yes. <laughs> we got to put one of those on our site. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> If this gets posted, then the show notes will have a video of giraffe fights. And what you see, you can't see. It's amazing. (laughs) Yes. It's it's unbelievable. They just whip their necks at each Uh, other. It's the the first thing I ever saw on YouTube, and it just cemented that as a website I was going to go to a lot in my life. (laughs) I know. I think... I think it was when YouTube, like, first started really becoming big, and and LJ was like, you have to watch this video. It's a giraffe fighting. And your first (laughs) thought's like... That doesn't sound intriguing, but when you see it, you're like, next video, next video, please. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I need giraffe fighting into my veins. That's kind of weird. Now we're getting into like the the Mike Vick of giraffes. Like maybe I started there. (laughs) Oh, hey, can we just real quick while we're just like bullshitting. uh, So this TBT thing, you guys haven't like you don't you don't know anything about it. So you're. You're not referring to the big three that Ice Cube started. No, I just heard about that when you thought that that's what I was talking about. That's the first time I ever heard of that. Well, they call it TBT, but I I think I know what you're talking about. But so there's this not there's this tournament going on on ESPN, uh, like maybe right this second. It's but I saw it at the gym and I was like, what what's going on here? And it's a Uh a five on five, uh, seventy two team tournament, Arkansas. Um, where the premise is you can get in. Um, there are like four ways to get in. You can buy your ticket for $5,000. Um, 
and it's like the first four in each region to do that get in period uh you get in for being the champion of your region last year you get in for uh uh, there's like two at large teams, but like the biggest group is the nine, uh, teams that are the most popular on their website, have the most fans. And so like, uh, it's kind of a weird, like social media March madness where like we were talking about, uh, do you want, uh, Oh, what's his name? Uh, that we were talking about in college basketball. Like, do you want his team in, even if he's just the one guy? Oh, about when we did the Trey Young yeah, conversation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you do you let his team in even if they're not better than another team? This is a tournament that's completely around letting you know a player like Trey Young get in, and uh, so it's like it's it's just unashamedly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the whole point: is they let in nine teams per region that are just based on maybe star power or maybe you know they have some uh awesome and one videos or something like that or you know it's just all a popularity contest to get into the tournament and then you play legit basketball um to actually so go like, home with two million dollars hot sauce des- definitely needs to be on a team well i can say that if i was to get in this basketball tournament it'd probably be based on popularity well, and that's the thing is <laughs> if it was based on my basketball acumen in theory in theory what could happen because like this is a league uh where there's a two million dollar prize for winning it and you split it between like, you know, the GM and the 15 players um, or something like that. And so it's it's really kind of a huge prize if you win it, but it's winner take all. There's no prize for second place. And uh, as if you guys needed to know what winner take all means. I guess. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Thanks but, for elaborating. <laughs> but so uh, so so you have guys that are like super talented um, and, uh, you know, just barely didn't make the cut in the NBA or like got hurt their senior year of college and, and didn't uh, enter the draft or, you know, something like that. And so they're still super talented. And then you have teams that uh, could be made up of, you know, anything. And they just got in through popularity. And so, like, there is, in theory, a way. I looked up the the South region. Uh, the highest number of fans that they had that got one of the teams in was, like, uh, a 1,000 or something. So if we could get, like, a team of 15 people together with us three and then <laughs> got, like, a 1,000 fans, we could play against, like, former NCAA stars and just get our ass whooped on live TV. It would just be... <laughs> Super, but well, it's, I don't know. It's cool. I'm interested. There in is that. something to. I think there's a, a there's a lot of really really good athletes that never made it. Yeah, one way or another. You know, like these ex college players. There's a lot of kids that didn't even go college. They yeah. But like some of the best people I've ever seen on a driveway never played organized basketball. Yeah. I well, have and then to say to that, you All also right? have like, uh, you know, you know, I think what could make this league the biggest the, or this tournament one of the biggest tournaments outside of the NBA is if you hold it like two months earlier, because if it's uh, right before the NBA draft, then you have foreign players like joining teams of this tournament to show off mm-hmm. for the NBA scouts and stuff like that. Like I just like think showcase there. Oh man. I think you could make this thing huge. If you hold it two months earlier, like mind blowingly huge. What were you going to throw in dad? Well, when you were talking about talented, like I was thinking athletes that did nothing with it. There was a guy named Rod B that I went to school with. I believe that he, I think he died in the pen. Maybe the best basketball player I've ever, well, not that I've ever seen. I've seen Sidney Moncrief and Michael Jordan. Right? <laughs> sure. He's better than him, okay? <laughs> but, I mean. Serious talent. Serious talent. I mean, yeah. unstoppable. Unstoppable. Yeah. But he just, his intelligence level, I don't know. He, I don't know what was his problem, but he was. Uh, he got in trouble with the law a lot. Yeah. He got thrown in jail. Never played on the high school basketball team. 
Wow. But but boy, the moment the maybe the most talented person I've I've literally played with, you know, on a court with. So yeah. question for y'all. Yeah. Is he born where he just can't help like it naturally he gets in trouble with the law. Like he kind of he just turns towards that type of thing, or is it his environment? Like, That's a really good question. In? I think a lot was his environment. Uh I think his parental structure was probably oh, not that good. I wonder or, if or yeah, lie, it was basically there was none. I've been uh, listening to uh this episode of Radio Lab, which is again, like I always do, I guess. Um but they're talking about I gotta check that out. He's mentioned dude, it a few times. Do it. Uh but uh they're one episode they're talking about uh testing for women or men in the Olympics, you know, like men trying to sneak into the women's events, which like doesn't really happen. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh this one woman got uh not accepted into the Olympics because her testosterone level was too high, which it turns out can happen. That's not necessarily an indicator of anything. Um but so she went to court talking about how uh, if you're trying to eliminate disadvantages that people might have based off of testosterone levels, then like, you know, it might be more of a disadvantage is like I was born in a village and I'm competing against people that have been, you know, practicing in Colorado Springs for like 10 years. And, you know, so the advantages you get from just being born in the right place, like it's just amazing how lucky some people get and how some yeah. unlucky people like you're talking about might never be able to use the gifts that they've been given that's what's crazy crazy. is john doe like the best athlete dad's ever played with if he would have just been born into a different family or a different family adopted him like who knows yeah that might be yeah you know i'm not saying it's michael jordan but it might be a pro basketball player and set up his family forever and it was just environment it could have at least gotten him a college education yeah Yeah. he was he was that good for real (laughs) Yeah. And he just was not uh, prepared for it in any way, shape, form or fashion with his upbringing. Yeah. And that's unfair. I, but it is what it is. Life's not yeah. fair. Life's not fair. I mean, it isn't. And that's I mean, that's hard to accept. But also it's just a fact. The other thing that's really interesting to me is like the, you know, only so many people make it to a pro league. So like somebody who barely didn't get drafted is still like so many heads and shoulders above like anybody else you've ever seen in person. Like it's. Oh, I think Ridiculous. it'll blow people's How much mind. better? I mean, I've uh, yeah. a guy that went to PG and went to Arkansas to play basketball. Barely, I mean, he he got on the court, but not much. He was just a role player. But yeah, if he, if he shows up to the gym out here, he's running it. I mean, he is oh, the yeah. cream of the crop, yeah. and he couldn't. He wasn't a star in college, like, and that's just the guy that couldn't really be a star player at Arkansas. Think of the people that weren't quite good enough to get to the NBA. I just think. We don't yeah. realize how good the pros are. It's a different the, level. It's a completely yeah. different level. The seventh best Jayhawk or the seventh best Blue Devil is like so much better than like anybody you've There's ever played with. A description and, of a pro athlete I heard one time that was mm-hmm. it rang true is there's something a way though the the cream of the crop, the best athletes that are professional, like when they run, like we run. When they run, it's like they're they glad. Yeah, like they're, they're so, they yeah. don't actually hit the ground. I don't know. It's crazy. And yeah. it's just a different level of athlete. Have you seen a real, and I know you have, but sometimes you can see a real athlete just walking. And it's just, yeah. they do it with a glide and an ease that we don't. There's just something. Yeah. Are they just born? There's some of that. Because I know some like LeBron has worked yeah. way harder to be a good good at basketball than I have probably to do anything. But yeah. he also was just born with 
more gifts than me. He just I also yeah. Used I mean, him. yeah. Uh, to to be able to go to the NBA after your senior year of high school and to even be talking about it your sophomore year of high school or whatever. Yeah, you were born with some serious gifts, but like also, if he didn't do anything with those gifts, it's not like, you know, I, he might still make it to the NBA, but he'd never be anywhere close to what he is now. I mean, there's there's a lot of both in in athletics. It's kind of crazy but, to think about. You look, the best basketball player, maybe the guy that just made the team at UFAS, would come yeah. on the court with us. Yeah, and rule. Yeah. And he's at yeah. UA Fort Smith for God's yeah, sake, you playing know, play for the basketball. JUCO championship. Like not yeah. even in the 128 teams that play for right the Final Four. And he would he would yeah. own the court like like I know the that's what like uh, 60 players get drafted every year or something like that in right. the NBA. Like an obscenely small number for the amount of talent. Like there are more than 60 teams in uh, in the damn March Madness tournament. So you know the best player on every team doesn't even get taken. And it's even less than that, obviously, because some teams have like two or three people get taken. Um, so that's what makes the March Madness so damn fun is the guy. Yeah. Shoot. I can't, I can't remember his name, but the, the pit snoggle award winner this year, he's, <laughs> he's not going to make it to the NBA. Cameron, Cameron the guy for Crutwig. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shout it's out. His, <laughs> it's his I, one shining moment, you know, it's he song was a that freshman. No, he's got three more years. Well, well, if Loyola can make a, it back ever again, like that could just be a fluke, you know, who knows if they'll ever even have a chance, but that's what makes it get so, on that stage. I, and I know me and dad always get, whenever we talk about, you know, professionals and that one time that we sat really close at an NBA game, we realized Steve Nash was, <laughs> this always comes up, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it always comes up. But I'm just saying, when you watch any kind of game, NBA, NFL, soccer, it's always, I mean, you can tell they're talented, but they're up against the best of the best also. So you don't, yeah. you can't gauge it. Like if that person ran next to one of us, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's another world. It's like an alien. <laughs> it would be like an alien. Yeah. Yeah. I remember yeah. we went to a Mavericks game like in 2008 or something. And I don't even know if you remember this guy, dad, but Eric Dampier. He was oh, a yeah. Center. Yeah. He, he went to Mississippi State. Yeah. Come on. Don't be okay. Don't give me something. <laughs> Whatever. So, so he he couldn't he, we overpaid for him at yes. Dallas and he couldn't really score that well he was just a big old body but if you go pregame and watch him he hit like I watched him hit like twenty threes in a row like he could really shoot he could kind of handle the ball compared to me and you not compared to Jason Kidd and Darren Williams and sure. you know the best of the best but <clears throat> it just blew my mind like what I think I think of him as a guy who cannot shoot and. Yeah, he actually can. Yeah, I mean, just they shoot, you know, ten percent with the best players in the world around them. I shoot ten percent in the gym by myself. Yeah. You know. <laughs> no, I, I can't do this. I don't. I can't listen. Do I yeah. don't even know what the first part of Dad's story or question was because I was trying to decide which Dad I was listening to. The one in my headphones or the one in person? Yeah, this isn't going to work. I still think this is kind of fun and I might save it just as like, a, <laughs> like, hey, we had a terrible recording setup, but I want you guys to hear us talk about document bushes and bio. I, I totally concur. <laughs> I think this has been fun, but I just for for an hour, I would, I think this I could blow be my brains out. Yeah, this could be a Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>